Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got good Friday footy coming your way this afternoon. One of the best days on the Rugby League calendar. I cannot wait for it. This afternoon we've got the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs from out there at Homebush. If you're looking for the daily double, uh, you go to the Doggies V, the Bunnies game, you roll it into the Easter show, get yourself a birdie beetle, you will be absolutely flying. Always a cracking afternoon out there, always a very big crowd. And this game, it never disappoints. Points. We've had so many unbelievable moments uh, during this game over the last few years. Obviously, the James Graham one comes to mind straight away. That big blow up that year, the Adam Reynolds injury, the penalty goal to win it. It was just insane. So many fantastic memories, and there's always something special about this day. Canterbury's obviously missing a fair whack of troops, hence the $3.50. Their price there, pretty big there. But South Sydney, uh, I really like the way they're shaping up for this one. We'll get to that game very soon. The late game, another Queensland derby. Fuck fucking see these Queensland derbies, aren't we? It feels like there's one every single week at the moment. The Cowboys taking on the Dolphins. The Dolphins, similar to the Canterbury Bulldogs, coming to this one, missing a heap of troops. Uh, coming up against the Cowboys side that has got something to prove, I would argue, that based on our expectations, I think they've probably been the most disappointing team in the comp. I mean, you could say the West Tigers, which is fair. I'm not going to push back on you. Uh, but I don't, like, I think the West Tigers, there was still a world where it could all still go to shit regardless of who they signed the Cowboys. I expected a lot more out of them to start the season. So, bit of pressure on the North Queensland Cowboys at the moment, but I reckon they strike back in tonight's game. Let's go to the first game, though. The Canterbury Bulldogs and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, obviously, this game, plenty of history in it. Uh, um, two clubs that they obviously played each other in the 2014 Grand Final, but there's always been a bit of an unspoken rivalry between the Canterbury Bulldogs and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That Grand Final only added more to it. Good Friday has only added more to it as well. Uh, obviously, Good Friday, I think it sort of kicked off a couple of years ago when James Graham was at Canterbury and you know all the Burgess boys were playing for South Sydney and they made the decision uh, to move it from the Monday to the Friday. I heard Mick Ennis talking about it the other day how good the change was because they used to show up there on the Monday and you'd get fuck all people there. It would be awful in that big stadium. It would be 
half empty. Whereas now, Friday, good Friday, 4 p.m., everyone's free. You can roll it into the Easter show straight after. You don't have to get up and go to work the next morning. Uh, it really is unreal. So really, really looking forward to this one. We love day games. We absolutely love day games. We don't get enough on them. Day games on Friday doesn't really come any better than this. Let's go through the sides now, though. The Canterbury Bulldogs at fullback Hayes Perham. Gigi's warming to the task every single week. Jacob Kiraz, he is on fire at the moment, absolutely killing it, along with Josh Adokar, came with some huge moments last week. The centres, Jake Avarillo and Paul Alamotti, we're still waiting for our line break and our try assist from last week, just quietly, super coach scorers, sort your shit out there. Matty Burton in the six, the hero from last week. Kyle Flanagan wears jersey seven. Up front, Maxi King with one eye, uh, Reid Marnie in the nine, and Ryan Sutton in the front row to partner Max King. The back row, Corey Waddell and Jacob Preston. Looks like Jacob Preston, he hasn't trained this week, nor has Max King, but from what I'm hearing, both will overcome their injuries and both will feature in this one. I think Jacob Preston in particular, if they didn't have as many injuries as what they do, I reckon he would be rested for this game, uh, but I don't think Canterbury have a choice at the moment. And uh, coming in at Jersey 13, I believe it is his debut. I could be wrong though. I'll just double check that whilst we're talking here, but Harrison Edwards uh, who I really like. We'll talk about him soon. Now a lot of people hold him in pretty high regard. Um, so very excited to see him go around. I don't think he's played first grade yet. I could be wrong, but I don't think he has played first grade yet. No, sorry, we take that back. He actually played four games last year. That flew under my radar. But Harrison Edwards, a guy that I've liked. I watched him play Bears a couple of years ago. Was very, very impressed with him. Uh, he's obviously a guy that has come from the Bears. Same as, uh, obviously, his back row partner there, our boy, or Timmy Williams' boy, to be fair, Jacob Preston. Uh, but Harrison Edwards, one to watch there. I don't mind him for an anytime try scorer in this game, but we'll get to him very, very soon. Their bench, Josh Reynolds, Curtis Moran, Jaden Tanner, and our boy, Jackson Topanay. So hopefully... He gets to show what he can do. I just I don't understand why it takes so many injuries and everything for him to get a gig in this Canterbury side. Uh, so, yeah, I just don't understand. And I'm actually hearing rumours there's a chance he might not even play in this one. There's a very good chance that Sam Hughes could come into the side from the whispers I'm hearing. Another one that I really, really like. He's in Jersey 21. So keep an eye on late changes, changes for the Canterbury Bulldogs. You could see Sam Hughes make his debut. Uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Latrell Mitchell at fullback. Tane Milne on the left wing comes in to replace Alex Johnson, AJ, the record-breaking try scorer. Uh, the other winger is Isaac Thompson. In the centres, Isaiah Tass and Campbell Graham, both having unbelievable seasons at the moment. Cody Walker in the six, Lockie Ilias in the seven. These two haven't. Jeez, I've had a good few weeks. It felt like Ilias was the star of the first two or three weeks, and Cody Walker's really stepped it up in the last two weeks, so both going well. Up front, Tavita Tsola and Tommy Burgess. Damian Cook wears jersey nine. The Battle of the Hookers one I'm very excited for. Keon Coleman tungy on one edge, Jacob Host on the other side, Cam Murray, the skipper in Jersey 13. The Rabbitohs bench, Jed Cartwright, Daniel Saluka Fafita, Davey Mawali, and Harm Sele. They've got Michael Cheekham and Blake Taff on the extended. I think Blake Taff was named at fullback in reserve grade this week, so I don't think you'll see him come in. I, I think they'll run as they are. I think it's very interesting with South Sydney. Jacob Host on that left edge. I haven't been overly impressed with him. I've never been overly impressed with Jacob Host, to be honest with you guys. Uh, I would probably have Cheekham out there. They're obviously waiting for Jai Arrow to return, but I'm hearing that when Jai Arrow does return, he'll return as a middle. So interesting, interesting times. I'm just... I'm not convinced if Jacob Host is the guy that they need out there, but happy to be proven wrong. I think outside of that, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they will go 1-17. to Where do I see this one won and lost? I think the Rabbitohs do get the job done here, guys. I think the Canterbury
Canterbury Bulldogs, missing a lot of middles. They were very, very brave last week. Myself and Timmy Williams we were lucky enough to be out there at the game. Pretty scrappy stuff. Wasn't the most entertaining game of football um, from a quality value. Obviously a close game, so it was enjoyable. Uh, but neither team playing overly good footy, let's be honest here. Uh, so Canterbury, I just worry with so many middles out, so many guys missing. I mean, there was a point there last, like there was, we were actually talking to people that were up, you know, that, that are Canterbury board members and everything the other day, and they were saying how how, how upset they are that Jade Nockenbaugh is not going to be able to play next week as a back rower, which is crazy to think that this guy's, you know, a pretty inconsistent winger, and because he can't play in the back row, that's how bad their injuries are at the moment. Tavita Pangai Jr., at least another week away, still waiting a long time for Luke Thompson, etc., etc. They they thought there was a good chance they'd lose Max King. Obviously, he's now been able to play, so that's a huge little W there for Canterbury fans. And Jacob Preston, it looks like he will feature in this one, but I do not think those guys are 100%. Obviously, club captain Raymond Faitala Mariner also misses this game. So, uh, yeah, a very, very tough gig. And Franklin Pelle, as much as he hasn't played a heap of first grade and whatnot, just another change that you have to make for a younger guy that, you know, obviously wasn't as high up the pecking order. So, very, very tough for Canterbury fans. I'm not ruling them out of this one. There is a lot of emotion that goes into this game. There's no doubt about it. So you can't possibly rule Canterbury out of it. But I do see South Sydney getting the job done. When I look at South Sydney, Latrell Mitchell's 150th game, I think he will be up for a big game here. I think that this game could get away from Canterbury. Uh, and I think that you could start to see the very best out of Latrell. As a guy that doesn't own him in Supercoach, I'm a little bit scared in game 150 uh, that this could turn into a bit of a flat track and Latrell Mitchell could really turn it on. When I look at how their side has changed, Tane Milne comes in. I, from what I've gathered, well, from from people at South Sydney have told me he will play on the left wing. Isaac Thompson will stay on the right, which isn't a huge shock. But I do wonder if maybe they will tend to go to the right a little bit more. And if so, uh, I really don't mind Isaac Thompson as a play in Supercoach this week without Alex Johnson. I'm not super confident on it. I won't be doing it. I don't have to. I've got four very good CTWs, but I don't mind Isaac Thompson. I wouldn't be surprised if Latrell Mitchell puts him over. Campbell Graham down that edge as well. The right side's a lot stronger than what it was last year. Uh, the, the right side, you could argue, has been their strong side to start this season. In fact, I would argue that. Without AJ on that left wing, I do think a lot of ball will go to the right side. So just keep an eye on Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell popping up on that edge, and I think there can be a few tries scored on that side. When I have a look at any time try scorers in this one, Jacob Kiraz, $2.55. He's just getting involved on absolutely everything. I'm not convinced the Canterbury Bulldogs score all that many points, but I think $2.55 for a guy like Kiraz, if he gets one-on-one, the show's over. You know he's going to be hunting for ball. He's going to get a heap of it. He'll go for his 25, 26 runs like he does every other week tomorrow, uh, later today, Jacob Kiraz. $2.55. Don't mind him at value. I just think it's overs. Our boy Jacob Preston, we tipped him to you last week. Uh, he, he saluted there, obviously. $4.40 is still overs for this guy. He runs one of the best lines in rugby league. Watching him play for the Bears last year is scoring a try every second week. Uh, he is an absolute freak. He will continue to score tries. We've tipped you up a few times. He scored, I think, four tries already to start the season. So a very, very impressive character, and he's got close to scoring on a few other occasions as well. So Jacob Preston, champion bloke, and a very good try scorer. $4.40. There is value there. Harrison Edwards spoke about him before. Watched him play a, a, a little bit of reserve grade over the years. I do like him at $12. I think it's overs, especially if he starts in the 
the 13. Anyone that's standing on the field to be at $12 anytime try scorer, I don't mind it. So Harrison Edwards, he's my last sort of value play there. But I'm more confident on Kiraz and Jacob Preston. But my guys at South Sydney, I much prefer. And I'm going to take the guys on the right edge. Isaac Thompson, $2.05 into Campbell Graham, $2.65. I think both of these guys will cross. Uh, I've got Campbell Graham in my draft team. I reckon he's going to be in for a big, big game here. I'm going to tip him to go a super coach 100 plus. Wouldn't be surprised if he scores a double in this game. So Isaac Thompson and Campbell Graham. Obviously, we know these clashes are pretty famous for the Burgess boys and getting stuck in. Tom Burgess at $10. Can find the trial line. Half the time he drops it when he's fucking over there. But I'm going to take a little fiver on Tom Burgess at $10 to be an anytime try scorer in this one, taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. But the ones that I really like in this game, guys, Isaac Thompson, Campbell Graham, and Jacob Kiraz. That'll be my little same-game multi for this one, and I think I'll have a crack at it too. I'll definitely be on Isaac Thompson. I'll definitely be on Campbell Graham. Uh, Campbell Graham for a double in this game, I really like as well. I don't have the odds directly in front of me at the moment, uh, but that's another one that I would be keen to have a little nibble at. I think he's in for a big game here. I've got a good feeling about him. I love the way he's playing on that edge. Campbell Graham is at $10.50 for two tries. I will be getting on that. I do like the value there. Cody Walker also at $7.75. We know that when he's in try-scoring form, uh, he finds it pretty easily. So if you do think they're going to win and win big in this one, I think that's two guys to keep an eye on, Cody Walker and Campbell Graham. All right, let's move to the second game. So we've got another Queensland derby. We've got the Dolphins taking on the North Queensland Cowboys from North Queensland. Probably should have said Cowboys first. You'll live. Cowboys, let's go through their side now. The big return, or one of the big returns, Scotty Drinkwater at fullback. Kyle Felt on one wing. Brendan Elliott on the other side. Val Holmes in the centres with Peter Hicku. Uh, we've got Tommy Dearden in the six. Chad Townsend in the seven. Up front, Mitch Dunn and Ruben Cotter. Reese Robson in the nine. We said during the week that we didn't see Mitch Dunn playing in the front row. We probably thought he'd play on the edge. But apparently, Todd Payton came out and said this week uh, that they would line up that way. So we'll take Toddy Payton at his word. He's got Ivan Drago, Big Cohen Hess in the 11. And Griffin Neem. Had a cracking game last week. He was everywhere. I think he's really starting to come into his own recently. Griffin Neem on the other edge with Jason Talmalolo in Jersey 13. We sort of um, um, br- br- brushed over it there, but Ruben Cotter back in the front row, which is fantastic to see. Huge for the North Queensland Cowboys. Their bench, Jakey Granville, Tom Chester, Jermaine Sinor-Brown, and Riley Price. They've got Ben Hampton and Jack Goss on the extended bench, which I was expecting a front row forward to come into this side. Maybe a Sadrugu or someone to replace Tommy Chester. Um, maybe they will run with this side, as crazy as it seems. Maybe they will, which is interesting considering Ruben Cotter, his first game back from injury and whatnot. Um, the only change I could probably see here is Jack Goss coming onto the bench for probably a Tommy Chester, I would say. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys do run with this side, which I really didn't expect during the week. For the Dolphins, Wayne Bennett's Dolphins. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
Hamiso, Tabuai, Fido at fullback. He's having a cracking season so far. Wingers, Jermaine Osako, how good is he going? And Edric Lee, I believe, making his debut for the Dolphins. Ewan Aiken and Branko Lee in the centres, both having good seasons so far. Branko will get really tested in this game, though. Uh, obviously playing right centre. He'll be going up against Val Holmes, who I think will be looking for a bit of early ball to take advantage of Branko out there because he has got caught out a little bit in the first few weeks. Cody Nicarima comes into the sixth jersey to replace the injured Anthony Milford. But obviously, Cody Nicarima played a lot of footy under Wayne Bennett over the years, especially at the Brisbane Broncos. So, interesting to see how Cody goes at six. And our boy, Isaiah Katoa, in Jersey 7. I'm so excited to see him really have the keys to this side, lead them around the park. Could potentially be the making of him over the next few weeks. Herman SASA starts in the front row with Farmacilli. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King wears Jersey 9. Kenny Bromwich in the front row, uh, in the second row, sorry, with Connolly Lemuelu. He just re signed. This week too, Connolly. So congratulations to him. Uh, a really good re-sign in there. I really like the way that he's going uh, for the Dolphins at the moment. So shout out to him doing fantastic things up there. Let's continue going through this Dolphin side. Tommy Gilbert lines up in Jersey 13. Their bench: Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols, Ray Stone, and Kurt Donahue. The nine. He comes back into the side. Uh, JJ Collins and Robert Jen- Robert Jennings round out their extended bench. I think the Dolphins will go as named. Did notice Farmer came into the side. So who's been ruled out. Oh, Jesse Bromwich out of this game in game 301. So, big loss there. Mason Teague as well. That sort of hurts. I, I really rate, rate Mason Teague. But Jesse Bromwich out, along with Anthony Milford, Sean O'Sullivan. This is where the Dolphins will really get tested. Uh, for me... Yeah, I worry about their middles now. I think it's gonna it's gonna take a very big game from Tom Gilbert for them to compete in this one. Felice Cafusi not back just yet either. So very, very tough gig for the Dolphins. I unfortunately think one loss uh probably turns into two losses here. I'm gonna take the Cowboys to win this one, guys. With Scotty Drinkwater back in, I think you'll start to see not the Cowboys back to their absolute best, but I think you will start to see uh a Cowboys side that more closely resembles what we saw from them last year. So I'm gonna take the North Queensland Cowboys to win this. This one, guys, I think the Cowboys have underperformed so far this year. Heading back home with something to prove. I think they're in for a big one here on Good Friday. Let's have a look at my anytime try scorers here. So the guys that I'm looking at in this game, there are a few that I don't mind. Now, Scotty Drinkwater, his first game back at $2. No stranger to scoring a try. I actually think the Cowboys could potentially put on a bit of a score here. I wouldn't be surprised if they get to 30 or 40 points. So Scotty Drinkwater, I can see him crossing. Val Holmes, $2.05. Our rule with Val is always, if it's over $2, take him. Didn't score last week, but he's doing a lot. And that matchup against Branko Lee, very, very juicy. And I know it is something that Tommy did and Chad Townsend would have noticed over the last few weeks. Uh, so I'm sure that they will be trying to pepper that edge. I wouldn't be surprised to see Scotty and Val Holmes go through down that corridor. It's going to be a really big test for Branko, and it's an even bigger test because he doesn't have Felice Gafusi next to him, one of the best defensive back rowers, one of the best communicators as well. So a massive test there. Um, Griffin Neem jumping on the edge. He, he, I think he scored five tries last year. He's no stranger to crossing the stripe. $4.25, he's got an opportunity to show what he can do at the moment. Don't mind the value there. If you're looking for Dolphins to throw in there, look, no one's really jumping out at me, to be honest with you. I'm not quite sure where their points come from or what they're going to look like with a, uh, a halves pairing of Nikarima and Katoa. But Jermaine Osako, he's been in incredible form for all the downfalls Branko might have in defense. His hands in attack are fucking sensational. That is Katoa's side as well, so I think plenty of ball will go down there. Jermaine Osako at $2.35. The 
form he's in at the moment and everything, getting him at, at over $2, I really like that. So Isako, Griffin name, Val Holmes, Scotty Drinkwater. Those are my anytime try scorers there. Val Holmes and Drinkwater, both pretty short in this game, but I'm pretty confident uh, that both will cross the stripe. And I think uh, the North Queensland Cowboys get home with a pretty good win against the Dolphins side, missing a heap of troops. Guys, enjoy your good Friday. Have a cracking day. Enjoy your footy if you're, if you're heading out to either of these games. Enjoy yourselves. I think you're going to have two really enjoyable games of footy here. And we will be back tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, to preview Super Saturday. I think we've only got two games. I've actually got a Bucks on Saturday morning, so I'll be interested to see how I'm travelling there. But we will have our preview for Super Saturday coming tomorrow morning. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.